Working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, high wire women. It's Rosanna Berardi here, and today we're going to talk about working from home. Are we really working from home? Um, The majority of working women I know say they're working from home. But a friend of mine coined a new phrase in the way that we work, and I couldn't agree with it more. COVID has forced us really to live at work rather than working from home. Think about it. We don't leave our homes. We're there all the time, which has caused us to increase the number of hours that we've worked. It's a study, apparently. And it's made it really super difficult to establish boundaries, work hours, set realistic expectations, and maintain any type of work-life balance. Work-life balance, I think, largely was a fallacy before COVID. And now, I just don't see a way (laughs) for women to do this without really, really being very deliberate and strategic. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, we no longer have those scheduled lunch dates with our colleagues or friends or we don't commute home any longer to listen to a podcast or just unwind. We're always at work, and it's certainly taking a toll. So listen to this. Every year, there's this global consulting company called McKinsey & Company. They're a big deal global company, and they issue a study called Women in the Workplace. They've done it for years and years and years. And they actually survey more than 40,000 people in the workplace, and they conduct about 45 interviews to dive deeper into workplace issues. This year's study is concerning. Actually, I would call it alarming. It has found that one in four women are contemplating what many would have thought to be unthinkable just six months ago, and that is downshifting their careers or leaving their workplace entirely. Now, think about that, ladies. Let that sink in. That's 25% of working women are contemplating leaving the workplace. That's troubling and certainly creating an emergency for corporate America, and more importantly, for working women like us everywhere. We can't let this happen. We've worked so hard to get to where we are today to educate ourselves, work our way up the corporate ladder, demand fair pay, equal opportunity. We can't just give this up because of COVID, and I'm not diminishing the impact of COVID. It's certainly turned everyone's lives upside down, but quitting isn't the answer. So what do we do? Well, we need to act, and we need to act now. We can't afford to wait. You can't hope this is going to go away. We really need to be deliberate and strategic about how to recreate your work-from-home life and to stop living at work. Living at work is what's causing 25% of women to say, hey, you know what? This isn't working. I can't be living at work, teaching my kids who are learning remotely, being responsible for you know, our, our home life, our cooking, uh, maintaining a family and a marriage. What can we do? Well, we need to act, and we need to act now. You can't afford to wait. You can't hope this is going to go away. So we're going to talk today about some tips for recreating your work-from-home life and to stop living at work. You can't do it all. You can't live at work, teach your kids, cook meals, climb the corporate ladder. You've got to be strategic about how to do it. So what's the first thing to do? You've got to talk to your boss or your supervisor today. 
you can't wait this out, and you've got to discuss how COVID-19 impacted your work life and identify where and why it's no longer working for you. Is it possible for you to work hours other than 9 to 5? Is it possible to have on-call hours for meetings and calls? Are there other ways to accomplish your tasks? It's better to have a conversation like this in person. But if that's not possible because of COVID restrictions, then schedule a call with your boss or supervisor and be ready. Don't create it. Don't come at it as a problem. Rather, frame the conversation by doing the following. Discussing the issue, proposing your solution, say, hey, can we try this out and check back in with each other in 30 days? And then do a written a written proposal in an email so it's both on paper so you both know what you've agreed to and see if you can even just tweak one little part of your schedule, see how that works. Employers know that employees are really having a hard time right now and the good employers are the ones that are saying, yeah, you know, we don't need to box this into nine to five Monday through Friday like we've done for the last 200 years. Let's try and tweak it to see if it impacts productivity and allows you to stop living and working at home. Now, what's another thing we can do? Create a functional workspace. Ladies, please look at where you're working right now. If you're working on your dining room table or kitchen table, stop. I can't tell you the number of high-level Zoom calls that I've been on when people are recording from their kitchen and their dogs going by and their kids are running by. I know we all don't have dedicated home offices and you don't need to have one, but just pick a corner of a room, preferably not your bedroom, and set up a small workspace, a desk, a computer, your laptop, even if it's in your partially finished basement, someplace that looks professional where you can go to and walk away from. You've got to leave your space every day. Don't work on your kitchen table and then expect to have a relaxing dinner that night. It just doesn't work. And stop working from your laptop on your couch. It's just a bad habit. Your couch should be a place of relaxation where you go to take a nap and watch some bad reality TV. Just try for a few days to just work from that one area in your house. And I, I, can, I can confirm and guarantee that you'll feel so much better about the balance act that you're trying to walk. And then finally, 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 you can't just go from one fire to the other in your inbox or on your cell phone. You've got to block your time. Time blocking is as old and as basic as it comes in terms of how we get things done. But you really need to block time out for your important tasks. Work from one area of your home and set a timer to work for 25-minute increments. And then take a five-minute break. This is called something called the Pomodoro Technique, and it's actually like based around the Pomodoro tomato, but it works. The human brain, studies say, can't pay attention for more than 25 minutes at a time. There's an app out there that can help you track your time. I've got a link to it in our show notes today. But block a few of these 25-minute segments for your most important tasks, and then stop and get up and take a break or get a cup of coffee or walk outside for five minutes, and you'll see how productive you can be. So high-wire women, don't be one of the 25% of working women who are contemplating leaving the workforce. You don't have to do that, I promise. But instead, you're going to have to replan your day and establish some boundaries. 
You've got to talk to your boss. You've got to reset expectations. We're living in an unprecedented time. I hate that word, but it's true. We've never been in a situation like this. And unfortunately, there's not a real end in sight. But there's no need to quit. Reset, revamp, and stay on that high wire.